I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm coming to you from the bed in my room, in my cabin that we purchased, let's see, a few weeks ago now. So we actually saw this cabin. We'd been looking for a second house for a while, and we'd been looking maybe since like last fall, and then we were really looking more seriously in the spring, in the beginning of summer, and put in an offer on a couple of different places, got outbid, lost out. The housing market is wild and crazy, a lot of different places. And then we were able to get lucky with this one. And then we actually closed on the cabin while we were in Hawaii. So I am home from Hawaii. I'm in my second home right now up in the mountains. And it just feels so good here. It feels so relaxing. It feels, I was kind of joking with a friend, like it feels high vibe here. And that's not usually a phrase that I use, but it's just, it feels like it's like the perfect way to describe it. And this cabin is at over 10,000 feet. So it's like literally high (laughs) above sea level. And We are here for a long weekend, getting things set up. We're doing all kinds of cleaning projects, moving some furniture in, and just enjoying, enjoying the mountains, enjoying summer in the mountains of Colorado. It's so beautiful. And I also wanted to do some work up here. I love how I feel up here. So I've been writing some emails. I've been now recording some podcasts. And... I wanted to just share that as I was getting into the episode. I initially had felt a little weird sharing about buying a second home. I feel like that is kind of a crazy thing to do. And I wanted to share it with all of you because I think this is really an example of what's possible. I definitely didn't think when I started my business that I was going to have my husband stay home full time eventually. I didn't think that we were going to buy a second house eventually. I didn't foresee any of this when I started my business. I had no idea what was in store. I had no idea what I was going to be doing. I truly thought if I could just get to the point where I make 50000 a year doing what I love, what I'm really good at online, that's all I need. That would make me so happy and so much has happened since hitting that 50k mark. There was so much more in store for me and that's kind of what we're talking about today on this episode. Today I want to talk to all of you about scaling your business, what that is, how you do it, why people don't do it. So I really wanted to be able to share that with all of you and um really give you a picture of what it's been like for me scaling my business um, and really give you some good guidance 
on how to scale your business and what that really looks like. So first, I want to talk to you about what even is scaling. So a lot of you might hear this word in the online business world and have no idea what we're talking about, have no idea what is scaling, what is this thing that people are talking about on the internet. And truly the definition of scaling, like in the dictionary, is changing the scale. So if you think about like a map and you're like scaling in or scaling out, like zooming in or zooming out, you're changing the scale of that map. But the way that I love to think about scaling and love to define scaling specifically for business is that you are making more money, you're helping and serving more people, and you're doing that in less time. That is the definition that I love to use when I teach my clients about scaling. I have a whole mastermind, Simple Scaling Mastermind, where I help my students to scale their business, to create more money, to impact more people, and to eventually be doing those things in less time. Now, I want you to know that scaling isn't linear. I think that this is one of the biggest myths that I see when it comes to business. I think that a lot of people kind of just have this idea that scaling is linear, like there's a step-by-step process and there's a right way to do it and it has to look a particular way. So for a lot of my clients, they think that their scaling journey has to look like offering their work one-on-one and having so many people who want their one-on-one that they progressively raise their rates And then eventually they just have so many people that want to work with them that they branch into some kind of one-to-many offer and that people just magically buy that at whatever goal that they set just because they created that demand and that that is just how it goes. And that has a little bit been my journey with scaling that's a very oversimplified and like drama completely removed version of what my journey and my story has looked like but it's not how anybody's anybody else's scaling journey has to look so you don't have to build your business the same way i have you don't have to have the same business model as me You don't have to make the same decisions as me. You don't have to be in the same industry. You don't have to be a coach. You don't have to have a program and a mastermind. You don't have to have a $2,000 offer and a $25,000 offer. You get to decide all of those details and the way that your scaling journey is going to look is going to vary. There are as many different right ways to scale as there are entrepreneurs who are scaling and even more messy but still right ways like right way doesn't mean that it's just going to be perfect and you're never going to have a problem right way means it's the one that is in alignment for you it resonates for you and it's the one you want to do and the one you are committed to figuring out how to succeed with so I want you to 
really understand that because scaling isn't linear, there isn't an answer to the question of when do you scale? So a lot of people think that the time that you scale is when you've maxed out your dollars for hours. And while I think that that's a fine guide, and if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to make your decision to scale, I think that that's absolutely fine for you to do. But I will tell you, I've had clients who have started off their business with a scalable offer. I've had multiple clients whose first offer is a membership, and they decided that that's just how they wanted to build their business with a scalable offer from the very beginning, and they have made it work. I've had clients with all different types of business plans, business models, scalable offers, one-to-one offers, all the things. So there's not a right way to do this. And I really want that to be right up front in this episode that there's not one way. It is a choose your own adventure kind of thing. And this is why I think it is so important to have mentorship, to have coaching throughout that process, to have a community of other people like a mastermind who are at that level with you to really provide that support, to really provide that context, those outside opinions. I think it's incredibly difficult to scale without that kind of a support and structure around you because there isn't just a step-by-step that everybody goes through. That's just not how it works. It's not like a one, two, three scaling magic situation. That's just not what it looks like. And I'm glad that it's not. I'm glad that we all get to figure out the way that we want to grow our businesses that resonates most with us, that matches most with us. It gets to be so personal. It gets to be so individual and unique. So I think that that is something to really celebrate. So now I want to talk to you about a few obstacles to scaling that I see because I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs who really struggle to scale who really have a desire and a vision for the kind of business that they want to have long term and they struggle to make it happen. I was just talking to a acquaintance recently who I was just catching up with her about her business and she was like, well, you know, I'm still struggling to scale, same as last time we talked. And I was like, seriously, you need to join my mastermind. We need to solve this for you. So it is really common to run into obstacles while scaling. So let's talk about those. The first one is not normalizing your new success. So this is how I think about growth within our business. A lot of you have probably heard of this idea of quantum growth, exponential growth. Like when you have this kind of growth, where it's just such a big leap. It's such a big transformation from where you were before. I think a lot of you, if you know my story, you know that I've had a lot of quantum growth in my business. And you might be curious about how I made that happen. So this is how you do it. This is the quantum growth strategy. So first, you create that new level of growth. 
And then you take the time to normalize that new level of growth, that new success. You normalize that in your mind so that in your belief, in your thoughts about yourself, your self-concept, that becomes your idea of who you are and what you do. Every time I've ever hit a new level in my business, I tell myself, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I really work to believe that those things are true. So this is a process, right? Like it's a process of first, we're striving to hit new goals. We're striving to hit these new levels. And then we're internalizing them. We're making them part of who we are. We are soaking those new accomplishments, those new thoughts into our bones as a part of our identity. A lot of entrepreneurs don't take that step and they go down the, this was a fluke road. I'm sure you've all been there. You have achieved something and then you've told yourself that was a fluke. And then what do you create after that? More of the same of what you were doing before, not more of that new level because you didn't make it who you were. You completely shirked the responsibility for creating that. You delegated that out. You put that on somebody else, on something else, instead of believing that it was you. And truly, like, who else would it be? What else could it possibly be? It's always you who's creating your results. But you do have to do that work to really believe that and make that a true belief for you. So not normalizing your new success. This is a huge reason why you see the entrepreneur feast and famine cycles. I would say I believe that this is like the number one cause of the roller coaster up and down feast and famine situation. And it is truly a mindset issue. It comes down to your mind. So I really coach my clients a lot. Every time they hit a new level, we're internalizing that so hard. We are normalizing that so much. So important. The next obstacle is not being in the advanced room. So here's how this works. You have expectations of yourself that are based on what you see and what your peers are creating. So a lot of you have business besties, friends in your business who also have businesses. I know this and it's amazing. But when you have a circle of peers who are not ahead of you, none of them are ahead of you, when you don't have people who are at your level, who are near where you are, if you have people who are content where they are, if you have people who are not growing. So it's not necessarily like you have to have a bunch of friends who are all making more than you, but you want to have a bunch of friends who are striving for more. You want to have a bunch of friends who are doing this kind of work to normalize growth for you. You want to be exposed to people who are moving, people who are progressing forward, people who are creating more growth. If you and your friends have all kind of made the same and you're all just kind of hanging out there, 
there's no challenge. There's no challenging you forward. One of the top reasons I love being in a mastermind is being exposed to people who are growing. And it's not even just the people who out-earn me in a mastermind. There have been times I've been the top earner in my mastermind, and that's been really good for my self-concept. But it's having a group of people who is actively growing, actively investing time and energy and money into their growth, who highly values growth at that level and having a mentor who's guiding that process as well. So being exposed to that kind of momentum, being in the energy of that, like I just love in my mastermind that I'm a part of as a client, when other people in there are all launching at the same time, like the energy in the room is so good. It's like, it just fuels all of us together. It's like this collective energy. There's so much. And I see it in the mastermind I run as well. I see this in Simple Scaling Mastermind where it's actually happening right now. We're having a bunch of people who are reporting their biggest month that they've ever had. And it's like a bunch of them that are all having their biggest month. And it's like 40K months and 20K months and really huge milestones being hit. And they're all just helping to create this culture of growth, of leveling up. And they're all doing it together. So being in that kind of momentum, being in a room full of people focused on growth, invested in growth is a major fuel for scaling and not being in that space is a major obstacle for scaling. The third obstacle is not being willing to fail and risk again. So for a lot of us, we get to this place in our business where we're kind of like a big fish in a small pond. So there's not actually a pond, But we're just in this place where we're like very successful with our business as it currently is. So for me, this is when I sold out my one-on-one coaching and I was raising my rates and people were just constantly coming to me, already wanting to work with me. I barely had to do any selling anymore. There was so much momentum in my business. I could have stayed there. I could have decided to keep that as my business model forever. And here's what I want to say to all of you. There's no problem if that's what you decide. Many of you may scale your business by offering high ticket one-on-one. So that isn't a problem. What would have been a problem for me is if I would have stayed at that kind of a business model to preserve my ego, to stay the big fish in the small pond, that kind of mentality. For me, I knew that my next step was creating scalable offers. I knew I wanted a mastermind. I knew I wanted a program. I knew the business model that I ultimately really wanted to have long term And I knew that it wasn't one-on-one. I knew that it was time for me to make that shift. So it's not that staying at one-on-one is always wrong. I want to be really clear about that because I know some of you 
are going to try to have drama around this. And I'm not saying that you are doing this. I'm saying that each of us has an intuition, has a knowing, and our coach often can point it out. I know I can always point it out for my clients. I can get a read on that. Like, what is the thing that they're hiding from? What's the thing they know is right that maybe they're avoiding? So for me, that would have been staying in the comfort zone of that place where I've mastered this level and I'm not going to be willing to risk or fail. I'm going to preserve my ego in this place where I'm not going to risk and fail. And that's really setting you up for not having more growth. That's really setting you up for just replicating where you are right now. The fourth obstacle is not having a vision. Having a vision is so important. There are so many people who have no idea what they want to make next year. They know how much they've made this year. Maybe they have a goal for this year. Maybe not. I just talked to somebody recently and asked them, what do you want to make next year? And they were like, "Ooh, I don't know. I don't really feel comfortable saying. I feel kind of nervous making a decision about that right now. And I think that's so common. But I truly think that scaling our business requires a long-term vision. It's truly the roadmap for our business. Otherwise, every decision we make is focused on the short term. Every decision we make is based on where we are right now instead of where we're going long term. There is so much power in knowing where you want to go long term and making decisions accordingly. This is like the most powerful thing that you can do in your business. This is the thing that is such a major focus for me with my clients in Simple Scaling Mastermind, helping them to develop this long-term vision and then helping them make decisions from that instead of from where they are right now. And that's incredibly scary. It's incredibly vulnerable to have that vision and act as if it is possible. Act as if it's going to happen. And that is the last obstacle to scaling, not acting as if. So being ruled by where you are right now, the doubts and fears that you have versus creating your belief in the vision that you have developed. This is like some real CEO shit. (laughs) This is what it looks like to be a CEO. This is deciding where you are going and deciding to believe that you can do it, that you are going to make that happen. This is what's going to happen for you. That's vulnerable. That feels risky. That feels scary. It's okay to have doubts about that. We all do. But you won't get there if you aren't crystal clear about what is the direction that I want to go in And if you aren't willing to act as if, you're actually going to create that. That makes all the difference. I would say like major difference between the people who have a vision and act as if they're going to create it and people who don't. When you don't have that, it's it's like a road trip where you don't have a map. You don't know where your destination is. That's like the silliest thing I've ever heard. Let's go on a road trip and we have no idea where we're going to go. Like we don't even know if we turn left or right out of our driveway. (laughs) 
It makes no sense, right? Of course, you're not going anywhere when you don't have that vision. All right. Now I want to talk to you about the four principles of scaling. These are the four things that matter most when you're scaling a business. And so these are the four things that I really focus on and teach my clients in Simple Scaling Mastermind. We have a whole book that they receive when they join. I wrote this amazing book all about simple scaling. And the book goes through these four principles and then it also teaches them a lot about self-coaching, about CEO mindset, about building their belief so they can act as if. But here are the four principles of scaling. The first one is creating demand. You can also think about this as having really exceptional marketing. And this is really what it takes to scale to millions and beyond, I think. Because to scale to millions and beyond, you really have to offer something that is unique. You really have to set yourself apart from your competition. I know for me, as a business coach, like business coaching is a very saturated market. It's a very competitive market. There are a lot of business coaches out there. <laughs> it's not like I'm in this like world that's all open and free and I'm like the only business coach in the world. There are a lot of business coaches. And so to be able to make it to the million dollar level, I really had to differentiate myself a lot. Now, part of that was tailoring my business specifically to moms, but even within that, like there are other business coaches for moms. And I really needed to find my unique concepts. I really needed to create my unique vibe and brand and all of those things through exceptional marketing. And through that, through my thought leadership, through my marketing, through my copywriting, my concepts that I created, I've been able to create a lot of demand for my work. So when people come to work with me, they specifically will say, like, it's this specific thing you said, or it's this very unique thing about you that made me want to work with you. And th these are the things that you really want to develop from getting yourself to the place where you're able to make some money to getting yourself to that place where you're making millions. This is the difference. So this isn't something you have to worry about at the beginning of your business. But as you're scaling, as you're getting to that six-figure range, you really want to be making this shift into creating demand through exceptional marketing. I think that building momentum in your business is really the fuel for everything else. It's like the fuel for scaling. And you really want to get to this place where you feel like you're very in control of your momentum. You really understand how you do that. So that's something I focus on a lot with my clients. And in round one of Simple Scaling, I actually just did a bunch of math statistics around our data from round one of simple scaling. And what I discovered is that in those six months, so the first six months that I ever ran of simple scaling mastermind, on average, my clients created 104% 
of the revenue that they did in the entire prior year. So in the first six months of the mastermind, they created 4% more than what they did in the entire 12 months before. That's a lot of growth. That's doing what you did in one year in half a year. That is some epic momentum. That is some epic demand that has been created, epic growth that has been created. And what's really fun is we're in the second round right now. We're about halfway through. The growth is even bigger. So my clients are freaking on fire. It's amazing. So if that's the kind of growth you want, that's what I teach. And that's really the fuel for scaling. Now, it's kind of like a faucet, right? Like there's going to be times in your business where that's flowing like crazy. And there's going to be times in your business where that's slower. And being able to look back on how you've done it before, being able to look back on what you do know is so, so powerful. I really think that phase one in this whole like demand creation category is figuring out your process, figuring out how do I create money? How does this actually work? How do I create my results in a way that you can duplicate? So figuring out that duplicatable process that actually works for you. And then phase two is leveraging that. So what you're going to find is that in your business in general, you have phase one and phase two, but you also have that with each individual offer. So while with your one-on-one service, you may completely figure out the duplicatable process and leverage it, you also will then shift and offer something else potentially at some point. If you offer a one-to-many kind of offer, you may have to come back to this, figuring out the duplicatable process phase. And there's no problem with that. Remember, this isn't linear. A lot of my clients get in their mind about demand creation and feeling like they should have it figured out. There's failing at every level. It is not a problem. You're always growing and it's beautiful. So demand creation, exceptional marketing, that is a major tenet of scaling your business. The next one, long-term vision. You probably could have saw that coming from my epic rant about having a vision and acting as if. I want you all to think about this. I want you to think about a couple different things. First, how much do you want to make three to four years from now? What do you want your annual business revenue to be? What do you want your lifestyle to be? What's your vision four years down the road? So important to think about that. And then I want you to really be living and deciding from that. What are the decisions that are going to make that inevitable? Whenever you're faced with a decision, what does that version of me think about this. So there's going to be a lot of you who are going to be looking at Simple Scaling Mastermind applications in a couple weeks when they open up and you're going to be terrified. I want you to remember this. I want you to remember what is my vision for where I want to be 
four years from now and how much that I want to make four years from now, what does that version of me think about this decision, about this investment? It's going to be wildly different from where you are right now, most likely. So long-term vision, that's the second principle of scaling. The third is business values and boundaries. So this is kind of part of the transition that you make as you're scaling a business. So at the beginning of your business, a lot of you are solopreneurs. It's you, like the business is you. And as you shift into scaling, you need to shift into this place where you see yourself and your business as separate entities. Your business is something that stands alone and you can come into and out of your business. And you really want to start developing it that way before you even have employees, before you even have a team. It's so important for you to start figuring out what are my values? What are my boundaries? Really establishing that company culture Even when you're the only employee of the business, you're the only person in the business. I want you thinking about a lot of this stuff in advance. This is going to give you so much structure for bringing on a team when it's time to have a team. This is going to give you so much clarity around your business decision making. Having business values is so important for making decisions in your business. When you have values, it's like the compass for every decision in your business. It gives you so much clarity. It makes it so much easier. And having boundaries makes scaling so much easier. So many of you are having a lack of boundaries with your clients and it's making you exhausted. It's making you hustle. It's making your income more limited than it needs to be right now. This is both physical boundaries, like overworking or working outside the scope of your agreement, and mental boundaries, like how many of you are working in your brain when it's not work time? I know you're guilty of this because you tell me. (laughs) You all confess this to me, that you are worrying fixating, obsessing, overthinking about your business during family time, during vacation, during times when it's not work time. And this is a boundary and a discipline issue. And I teach you all about it in the mastermind. Final principle of scaling is delegation to a team. So one of the shifts that you're going to make as you scale is that you are going to become a leader to other people. You're going to shift out of that solopreneur role and you're going to become a leader to a team. You're going to hire, you're going to fire, you're going to onboard. There's going to be a lot and a lot of you are very intimidated by this and it is one of the things that's keeping you from scaling is really powerfully leading your team. So I want to encourage you. This is a skill set. Running a team, being a leader is a skill set, just like every other skill set you have ever had in your business. And it's one that you can learn. It's one that you can master. And it's one that I teach. 
We just hired several new people for our team and I implemented my process. So I have a hiring process that I teach in Simple Scaling Mastermind and my business, my company, we implemented it when we hired these positions and it made the hiring process so smooth. It has made the onboarding so smooth because I followed this process. So there are ways that this can be so much easier for you. You don't have to be afraid of it. This is something that you can do. I can help you do it. All right. So this has given you a picture of what scaling looks like. And I think the final thing that you might be wondering is when is it time to scale? And there's no one answer to this question. I want you to really think about what's the long-term vision for my business. And if that long-term vision includes you wanting to make more money and you wanting to serve more people, then I want you to really consider starting on scaling before you feel ready. You're likely not going to feel ready, but you can start with that building momentum, that figuring out your duplicatable processes right now. You don't have to be full in a one-to-one offer. You don't have to have more people than you know what to do with. You don't have to have hit any particular income level. This can look very different for a lot of different people. In the mastermind this year in 2021, we have people who are going to hit 100K for the first time in 2021. We're going to have people at like the 250 mark. We are going to have someone at the 500K mark. And then next year, it's going to explode from there. My intention with this mastermind is helping as many of you get to million-dollar businesses and beyond as want to. Now, you get to bring the vision. You get to decide what that is going to look like, and I will help you figure out how to get there. But I really have a vision to help create more million-dollar mamas in this world. I think that this is a movement that we're creating I initially had a vision of a lot of 100K mamas, and I should do a count of how many of my clients have hit 100K because it is a lot of them at this point. I don't know, maybe like 20. I've had a lot of 100K earners. I've had one client who has gone on to make a million dollars, and I know that there are many, many more coming. I cannot wait. So if this excites you, If you just know that I'm the mentor for you and you want to be in my energy, you want to be in my space, creating your business, scaling your business, I want you to look at Simple Scaling Mastermind. If you have made money in your business, if you know how to get clients, you know how to create momentum, do it. Consider it. Apply. I really want to see all of you in there. So applications open up August 23rd through 27th. It's a Monday through a Friday. You're going to apply. You're going to, with your application, you're going to submit a three-minute video to me telling me all about you, why you think you're an amazing fit, 
why you want to be in the mastermind, and then we will send out acceptance letters and invoices or decline letters with some suggestions for you and what to focus on and what to grow on until the next round. We will be sending those the following Monday. So I want you all thinking about this. I want you all thinking, where am I going to be at the end of October? Because we're going to kick off the mastermind with a live event at the end of October. I want you all thinking about at the end of October, where am I going to be? Because a lot of you may feel hesitant right now, but when you think about end of October, you're like, oh, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be so ready for this container, for this kind of growth, and to be in a room with people who are challenging me. I want to have that kind of a challenge. I want to work on my vision. I want to start acting as if. I want to lay the foundation momentum this year for the million dollar business that I want to have four years from now. All right. I will see you all again on next week's episode and have an amazing rest of your week. Bye everyone. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you And there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O dot com.